Have you ever been to the Pearl Harbor Memorial in Hawaii? It's really something. I mean, it tells us so much about history and World War II. And you know what? It's still telling us things today, including about the weather. Yes, the weather. A recent mission to Pearl Harbor and other locations resulted in the collection of weather data from 19 U.S. Navy ships. And we are going to learn all about this project now from Dr. Praveen Taletti, who is a research scientist at the University of Reading. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much, Simi, for having me. Now, why, why weather data from old U.S. Navy ships? How did this project come about? Well, uh, it's an interesting question because, uh, as you know, as with uh, all things related to World War II period were classified for a very long time. So we lost these observations in, in that way. And it is only recently, in back in 2017, that uh, National Archives in the U.S. Uh, started to declassify these observations. And because we had so few observations during the World War II these observations obviously make a very good uh, choice for us to extract and try to understand the climate during the World War II. So when you say observations, this is when you're on a ship in the middle of the ocean, the normal thing that sailors do. Yes. Uh, so uh, they're, they're not just in the oceans, but also when they were in port, for example, as you said, uh, in Pearl Harbor, uh, Hawaii, or in the Far East, or in the West Coast of the uh, United States, or also I, during my research, I found they were in Vancouver as well. Oh, okay. So, observations. And so these yeah. are all in the logbooks? They are all in the logbooks, yeah. And they were taking these weather observations from uh, air temperatures to uh, sea level pressures and water temperatures and general description of weather uh, 24 uh, every hour of the day. So there are like 24 observations per day. Well, that's a lot of data then. So were, was some of this difficult to recover? Was some of it difficult to access? Uh, well, not after they were declassified, but as, as uh, these uh, these logbooks were like, we used about 28,000. So I would say they're just like 10% of what actually uh, exists in, in the archives. So we could only use about 28,000 images and it was so hard for any one person to do it. So we used uh, something called uh, a Zooniverse platform, which uh, invites volunteers to come onto the site and uh, write down the numbers which were on the logbook image on a form for us to process it later. And so what did you find by looking at this? Have you had a chance to look at the data? Yes, we have uh, only preliminary. Uh, so we, we found that... Uh, uh, the uh, the uh, maybe a lot of uh, uh, listeners uh, would be interested in what the weather was like during the Pearl Harbor attack, which was seventh uh, of uh, December, nineteen forty-one. So it was a really clear, good day on on that day, and uh, there were a bit of clouds over the horizon, which sort of masked the the Japanese bombers coming into the uh, into the harbor to to attack them. That is so fascinating then. So you, all of that was noted down there. Uh, and so what else did you learn? Uh, so basically, we also could see that uh, the, the, the sort of some, because they also had to record the remarks that happened on, on board. So during these extreme uh, conflict uh, times, so they, were, they would also record different 
uh, things happening on board. For example, uh, during Pearl Harbor, they they recorded uh, how many uh, bombers were there, uh, what other ships were sunk, and uh, what was happening uh, on board. But also, uh, for example, there was a, a very big typhoon, Cobra, uh, in 1944, but they were still taking these observations while they were in the middle of this big typhoon. So it's very fascinating to read how uh, how dedicated they were to their duty. So what will this do for research then? What will this help? Are these questions that you were hoping to answer, what will this do? Uh, well, uh, so uh, do you know about El Nino uh, uh, weather events? So it's... Uh, it's a big climatic event that happens around tropical uh, equator, uh, west of uh, 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 west of uh, South America. So that that event takes place about five to seven years every year. Uh, uh, there's a five to seven year cycle. So we know from other uh, observations that uh, there was a big El Nino event uh, that happened during the first part of World War. Uh, means from 1939 to 1942 and because we don't have a lot of information a lot of observations from that period we don't really understand how the the El Nino event affected a lot of uh, weather around the world so with this data set we hope to understand uh, how uh, severe the El Nino event was and that could link back to the other extreme events we see around the world. Well, I look forward to hearing more about this as you learn more about this data. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for having me. That is Dr. Praveen Tilati, research scientist at the University of Reading. That's a lot of data they are now combing through. When you think about how much sailors collect, this is 19 U.S. Navy ships that were out and about on the water during World War II. And now, with the help of thousands of volunteers, they are transcribing the logbooks from all of these old Navy ships, including some from Pearl Harbor, uh, that they had to get declassified so they could do this. And you know, see what the weather was like, get those observations, and they can actually map a kind of a climate picture of what things were like at that time. And that's a really fascinating project. I'd love to hear more about it when they can make more sense, I guess, of all that information.